Reed Wilkins, Bob Stoffer, with you this morning, and we have a special guest on the line. He is back for two more years with the Edmonton Oilers. It is goaltender Mike Smith. Hey, Mike, thanks a lot for calling in. How are you doing? Good morning, guys. How's it going? Good. Well, we're doing we're doing very well. Thanks for checking in. Uh, before we we dive into the new deal, I mean, we're talking about the draft. Uh, can you take us back to 2001, going 161st overall to the Dallas Stars? But any memories of that moment? Where were you? What was it like? Yeah, I was sitting at my computer in uh, Verona, Ontario, and uh, saw saw Mike Smith come across the ticker that I got drafted to Dallas, and. Uh, my initial thought was to run to my mom and dad and ask them if there was another Mike Smith in draft. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously pretty exciting time. And, um, you know, a day I'll never forget. And obviously I didn't, I didn't go to the draft because I didn't, wasn't sure I was going to be drafted or not. So it was, uh, no, a different experience for me than, you know, for, well, probably not for kids nowadays. Cause that's how it's going now. But, um, Nonetheless, it was an exciting time to be drafted in the IHL and and um, fortunate to be be still playing. Mike, that draft was in Calgary. At the time, the owner of the Edmonton Oilers, uh, the, the chairman of the board, was a guy named Cal Nichols. His son, Ken, was in my wedding party that year. And uh, we flew to the draft in Ken's plane, and they turned us around at Red Deer. And so instead, we went to the bar and drank all afternoon. So it turned out to be a hell of a draft for me. <laughs> and the next year, I, I'm like, I'm going for sure. The next year was in Toronto in 2002. Ken Dryden was a senior executive. Uh, Joffrey Lupul and Jay Bomey's to run a medicine hat. And I, I know the dad's two entirely different guys. I think Craig still thinks he's a player. And trust me, he was quite the player, Mike. Uh, John's dad. And. <laughs> And uh, anyhow, bottom line here is Ken, like we're sitting at the start of the draft and Ken Dryden talked for 18 minutes. Like here's all these guys ready to go in the first round of the draft and Dryden's just going on and on and on. Kind of like I just did in the segment right now. All right, let's, let's cut to the chase here. In a meritocracy, which hockey is supposed to be, you're supposed to be rewarded for performance. You were a top 10 goaltender this year. Um, just give us your thoughts on doing a two-year deal with the Oilers. And and you know what? Good situation for you, but the Oilers also respecting the work that you did. Yeah, obviously. You know, I feel very fortunate to, to continue my playing career in, in Edmonton, and I'm thrilled to be back. And obviously getting the two-year deal was, um, you know, it was something that was kind of kicked around for a little while. And, and uh you know, I, I realize where I'm at in my playing career. I I know my number one goal is, and to to achieve that number one goal, um, you know, you have to have flexibility within the cap system to be able to go out and acquire other players, also. So, uh, understanding all those, you know, different aspects, you know, I knew I wanted to be back in Edmonton. I, I knew I wanted to make it work somehow, and you know, getting to two years kind of allowed us to uh, have some flexibility to go out and hopefully acquire some more players that can help this team kind of get to the next level. Mike, uh, I know you referenced uh, Adam Francilia a, a couple times during the past season. I, I got to, to have him on my show as well during the year, and he speaks very highly of your relationship. Can, can you talk a little bit about the impact he had on you, and are you back uh, working with him at any point this offseason? Yeah, for sure I'm back with him. I think you know things went fairly well last year, so I don't think you change stuff too much when uh, when you have success. So um yeah obviously you know i have tremendous respect for adam and 
the way he kind of runs the ship and and um I think the you know the big part is is the off ice stuff where you know he really allowed me to gain some strength and mobility in in positions that I wasn't able to get in before and and um you know I'm not going to get into too many details but it just allowed me to you know to stay healthy to be able to play at a high level and um you know to be able to feel like I'm at a good spot mentally and physically in my in my career at this point so um like I said I have have a lot of respect for Adam and the way he works and and the shape he got me into this year and uh that will continue moving forward so I'm excited about that Mike, as somebody who stopped working out at 22, can you maybe, uh, Mike, can you maybe speak? I can't speak? tell. I can't tell stuff. You can't tell, eh? Well, maybe I'll surprise you if I ever actually get to see you guys again. I know you weren't that disappointed not to see Jacoby on the play this year. Uh, but with all seriousness, I mean, it really does come down to the off-season work, right, in terms of where you can go and how far you can extend your career these days. I mean, there's, it's just a number in terms of age, really, when you make this sort of commitment physically to keep yourself at the top of your game. Yeah, for sure. And that's my belief, and that's been my belief all along, is, is I, I love to prove people wrong. I love to uh, break the barriers of, of and I, I know I'm not there yet, but I, I just like to, you know, uh, you know, I don't think that because you're an older player that you can't play at a high level, and that's been my belief all along. And and um, you know, if you, you know, the big thing is is for me is and for a lot of players is just your health and you know staying, um, you know, staying off the injury reserve and and being healthy. And once you're, you know, once you can kind of accomplish that and dodge any bullets as far as you know injuries. You know the other the the rest of it kind of is it makes it a lot easier if you're battling with injuries you know i think everyone knows it like you're battling with injuries throughout the course of your career it's difficult to you know to kind of get back to feel like where you're you're with the team again you're um you know you're not you know trying to play at you know 60 percent and stuff like that so i feel like i'm in a good place mentally and physically right now um, you know, like I said, the big thing is to, to kind of maintain what I have and not try and make huge gains physically in the, in the gym in the off season now, where that was a big part of my career early on and, and probably a big reason why I had some injuries early in my career. So I think the main part is I've, I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy and, and, you know, working with Adam has, you know, allowed me to do that. Obviously a freak injury to start the season last year, but after that, um, Luckily, I didn't have any major uh, major injuries throughout the course of the rest of the season. So that's my that'll be my plan and my focus um, this year once again. And Mike, look, I know uh, still a bit of time here before you're, you're playing games, but I think I should ask you about a pretty significant addition to the roster from a couple of weeks ago. Duncan Keith is now an Edmonton Oiler. He's going to be one of the guys uh, guarding the slot in front of you. How are you feeling about that addition? I mean super excited to have an opportunity to play with dunks and then um you know what he, what he will bring to the locker room you know um on the ice you know is that's tough to uh you know it's tough to get a player like that and i think we're we're super excited to be able to, to have an opportunity to play with him and him to be a big part of this team moving forward and um you know stabilize our left side and bring some veteran presence a guy that's kind of been through it before and won some cups and you know Norris trophies and 
and stuff. So I think, you know, I'm, I, I know I'm super excited about playing with him. I had a chance to have a conversation with him um, a couple weeks ago, and I know he's super excited about uh, a change of scenery and being closer to family. So um, all in all, we're, we're obviously thrilled about having a player of his status, and he's going to be a big part of the team. Mike, congratulations on the new contract with the Oilers, the two-year deal. Enjoy the rest of your summer. Look forward to seeing you at training camp. See you in the fall, Mike. Thanks, thanks, guys. That is Mike Smith, goaltender for your Edmonton Oilers, and we'll talk more about that contract, keep you updated on the draft. Presented by Scott Arthur Millwork, a legacy of excellence. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.